Welcome back to Rockhound Radio. Oh yeah, it's Tuesday. We got another week, fresh week started. Hopefully you guys had a good Monday. And yeah, here in Central Ohio, we finally got a little bit of rain. It was much needed after what's felt like a very, very dry couple of weeks. I think it was like three weeks we'd had with no rain. But yeah, we finally got some rain. It's a little bit, I don't know, crappy outside today. It's a little bit cooler, but hey, that's all right. We uh, we waited for this rain, we asked for it, and we finally got it. So we got a lot to cover this week, and man, oh man, hopefully you guys have been checking out the YouTube channel. We have all kinds of stuff going on over there. Um, Pokemon Fortnite, where we just started uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, we're still playing Fallout, which I mean, I haven't played for this week yet, because... I mean, I got so much other shit to play that it's just hard to find time to play everything. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I've been posting all kinds of Fortnite dubs for or from last season, a few from the new season. So yeah, and I just want to take a second to talk about, well, first things first, we'll just start out by talking about Fortnite, I guess. They added the new, um, well, yeah, they added the new season. They got some new guns in there. I will say too, if you haven't got that dub... Just wait till you do because, man, oh man, that new umbrella they got for this season, the banana umbrella, that thing's pretty awesome, man. Um, it's got like a little crown on top of the bananas as you're paragliding in. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty damn cool. But like I said, the new season's up. They have added Transformers into it. I'm not that far into the Battle Pass yet, but hey, you know what? It just started. But yeah, I'm looking forward to unlocking Optimus Prime. It's going to be pretty awesome. I'm excited to see what, uh, what kind of what kind of events we can see this season because I know in the past I've been out of the the Fortnite loop for a couple years now and just kind of got back into it when I got my PlayStation 5 but yeah it's been really fun and I'm just really excited I think the uh the Cybertron cannon is insanely badass in a good and bad way there's nothing like launching you know a fucking huge cannon across the map to uh, knock a couple of people when you're in a firefight. But I will say getting beamed across the map is definitely a, definitely not fun either. I will say though, my wife was, had got up early this morning before work. She took a shower and she was just kind of waiting to kill some time. And what does she do? She powers up Fortnite, dude. And I'm like, Oh man, this ought to be good. So first game, she kind of shake the rust off. I don't remember what, where she placed second game. She played, she had like one more game she could get in before she had to leave for work. And I watched her pull off a sick clutch for the solo dub, man. It's it's hard to admit that your wife is better than you at solos, but I'm here to say she's better than me at solos. I like thrive in uh, shooter games when I have a team to lean with. And it's not that like not saying I don't need a team because obviously I do. But it's like the camaraderie and like the knowing that, you know, you've got a couple people there if you need, you know, if you need something or, you know, that they have your back. So, yeah, I play way better when I'm in a team game like squads or trio, even duos. But solos, man, it's like uh, so much pressure on me and it's just tough for me to I don't know. It's just tough for me. But Yeah, she pulled off a sick clutch. There was two other people left with her and. What was it? She wasn't like they were fighting and she got to see through a thermal scope, a dude get just crushed by the Cybertron cannon. She snuck up on the dude and as the circle was moving and just wasted him with a shotgun, he had little to no health and shield left after his last encounter. And man, oh man, it was just a victory royale this early this morning before work. I was like, now you can go to work and brag to all the guys. 
but yeah, it, uh, it's uh, it's definitely fun playing with. It's fun that my wife has gotten back into Fortnite, and you know, it's something we both enjoy doing. She's always kind of been a gamer on on a certain level, but I think it's kicked up more here lately. I remember when we used to have at our old house, we would set up, and she played this shit out of like uh, I think it was like Toy Story or something. Toy Story Three. There was a game for the PS3, I think, or 360. No, no, it would have been P. I don't even remember. Honestly, it's been several years ago, but I think it was a PlayStation 3. I'm not sure. <clears throat> yeah, it was funny. So it is definitely cool seeing her get back into uh, getting back into gaming a little bit. She's been playing um, Harry Potter. She was. So here's one, too. If you think that you're a dedicated Crash Bandicoot fan, talk to my wife because she had unlocked, like, she damn near 100%ed the game. Like, I think it was, well, I think she did 100% it. But, like, Crash is weird because there's, like, a secret, there's several secret levels and things you need to do for this and for that. But she ended up beating all the levels, getting all, like, the time trials. I watched her play one one map or, like, one, one run on a level, I don't know, like a whole weekend before she beat it. So, yeah, and then I got her to the new Crash game, and it's a lot different than the old one, so... That and she's and she's been playing Harry Potter too. So, yeah, she's just been gaming out downstairs. Gaming, I'm gaming it out upstairs. It's just been a good time. So, well, I can't sit here and talk about all the games my wife's playing, and you know, not talk about what I'm playing. So, yeah, we talked about Fortnite. Oh, new season, pretty cool. The only gripe I have with the new season is they barely changed the map. Like they changed three areas. Granted, it's a pretty significant area. If I had to put like a percentage on it. I would say, I don't know, man. Maybe they change like 10 or 20% of the map. I would say like 20% of the map would be kind of, you know, maybe a big guess. But, yeah, I just wish that they would uh, do a little bit. And I think that it'll come. If they don't change more of the map as the season goes on, man, I would be very, very surprised. But, all right, we're done with the Fortnite. And, you know, if you guys are, you know, Hey, send me a send me a friend request on Fortnite. You know, you never know. Maybe we can get in on recording a couple games with uh, some of the guests and some of the some of you listeners out there. So if you see my PlayStation account name um, in any of my videos, or if you haven't seen it, just look up the infamous Rocco, and that's me, baby. I'm always playing as Human Bill, my little alien dude. He's like my favorite skin, man. I don't know why. It's uh, it was like the first skin I bought when I hopped on my Epic account and I had like some V bucks left from whenever and I was like okay hell yeah dude I'll I'll be an alien but yeah definitely add me and we will play some Fortnite together and like I said you know who knows we catch that dub it'll go on the world wide web but yeah the uh, let's see what else we got going on Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom I have waited such a long time to play this and um, the game came out and I like it kind of snuck up on me and then it's been out for a couple weeks now or longer. I don't remember when it released. It released uh, last month, I guess. Yeah, because it's June now. Jesus. Um, and I've been watching a bunch of TikToks on it. And I was like, oh, my God, dude. Just like not story yet. Yeah, story spoilers. But just like uh, things about like the building and all that junk. And, dude, I was just like oh, mesmerized by it. And I was kind of like, man, I really want to play it. Really want to play it. Well, one day I had cleaned up some stuff outside and my wife comes home and she's like, hey, let's go to town. And I'm like, all right, I guess go get a pizza or something. And 
we hop in the car, she's driving. And pretty soon I realized like, we're not going where we normally go. We usually go to her mother's house. And I was like, man, this is getting weird. Where are we going? And we show up at Best Buy and I'm like, okay, why are we at Best Buy? And we walk in and she's like, well, I'm here to pick up. And the guy's like, oh, what are you here to pick up? And she's like, uh, uh, Zelda. And I was like, oh my God. And she's like, well, it was, you know, me and Cameron got it for you. And man, oh man, I, I literally have some of the best friends and some of the, well, I say best friends cause my wife and is my best friend too. But yeah, I have, I have the best support ever. And she's like, well, you know, we wanted, I wanted to get it for you. And, you know, Cam wanted to get it as well. And man, it's just, it's just nice to have good support and good friends. And man. I about cried playing the intro. Just the only bad thing was that I was upset was I didn't get my true first reaction on uh, recording because playing or recording the gameplay. Oh shit. I didn't realize I was like, ah, all the way up on the mic like that. Sorry. Um, recording the gameplay. I thought that my volume was turned too far up. So I thought I was going to like, you know, it was going to explode in the video, like after I watched it. So I had to restart because I like panicked and hit the home button and then like cut out right in the scene where, uh, in the beginning where the demon King like grabs a hold of your arm and shit. And I was like, Oh my God, I, I don't, I gotta just redo it. But yeah, I was just like, just start. Yeah. Da, 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 da. You can tell it's early. Uh, starstruck because man, what a beautiful intro for, What's shaping up to be a beautiful game. I've played about three or I played about four hours of it so far. And I've been doing uh, hourly uploads to YouTube. So because that just seems to be a sweet spot for me, you know, play an hour, take a break, play an hour, take a break. And it's easier to record that way. But yeah, I've definitely go over to the YouTube channel, check it out. And you can join me on the Legend of Zelda, the adventure. I'm not a pro player at Zelda because I'm just getting back in a swing, man. It's been, um, well, it's been probably, I think I talked about it on the video, a good close to three or four years since I've played Breath of the Wild. And you can definitely tell because I'm still kind of getting in the groove. Still trying to remember how to like play. And yeah, I accidentally, one of the funniest things, well, not really funny because it was kind of shitty, but um, funny now to think about it. I mean, I laughed about it when I was recording. I went to cook a bunch of food because I had an encounter I kept dying at. And I'm like, all right, yeah, throw this food down right, right on top of the fire. And I drop like all the food I was carrying, all the mushrooms, everything. They all caught on fire and I didn't think they were done yet. And they all just kind of burn up right in front of my eyes. So I had like the first hour of foraging food. Like I just lost all of it by throwing it in the fire. And I was like, oh, well, I did, I guess. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely, and I also talked about this too in the video, Breath of the Wild and even Tears of the Kingdom, they feel like more of a, like it, it reminds me of like a, like basically like almost like a Skyrim. It's very, I mean, everybody knows it's very role-playing like or like RPG just because of the crafting. And the, it just feels like more of a survival element because, you know, if you don't take the time to, cook some food or like gather some food and gather things, then you're going to be shit out of luck when you get into an encounter. I mean, it's just like any other game, but yeah, I've, uh, let's see. I played the intro. You dude, you like lose your arm almost from this demon King. 
he breaks, he shatters, not only breaks, but he shatters the master sword and your link almost dies and you get like, well, princess Zelda falls and you know, she's gone and you have to find her just like any other Zelda game. But, um, as you're falling like a, like a magical arm that was on the demon King, like grabs you out of the air and it's fused with your, like that arm is now fused with you as Link in the game and you get all these fucking badass powers, dude. This is where like your building comes into a play. So you go to like the first uh, four shrines and they show you like how to build stuff. There is a rewind time one, which is pretty cool or like rewind objects. And then one of the coolest ones I think is the ascend, which basically you can just use this power to like, I mean, it is what it says, ascend. You pretty much just like fly out from, or fly up to like through a block like and pop up through the floor. And it's, I don't know, man, it's just pretty badass. I actually just watched a TikTok this morning that somebody was like, this dude straight made a fully fully functioning train in uh, Tears of the Kingdom. And it looks like a fucking full-blown locomotive, dude. It's, it, it was pretty badass. I uh, in the video I was like, you know what? I'm gonna build this cool little like skateboard thing, and then um, I realized that oh, what was it? I realized that the wheels weren't turning because it was solid to a block, which was also solid to a piece of wood. So I mean, it looked cool, but it was not providing any functionality at that point. But yeah, definitely. Uh, it's definitely a breath of fresh air playing this playing Zelda, man. I Like I said, I waited a long time. I didn't play any of the DLCs of Breath of the Wild, but I did damn near, I, I will call it complete for me, because I finished the entire game. I had most of the collectibles, uh, or most of like the armor and shit, and I did all 120 shrines. I have no idea how many Korok seeds I found. I was There was no way. I, was, I think there's 980. I don't think that there, I don't think there was any way that I was going to do all those. But I did look up how many shrines were in uh, Tears of the Kingdom. And there's like a whopping 155, I think. It's like 152 or 155. I want to say it's 55. But yeah, that is just mind-blowing. Um, and I've completed, I think I did two. Or I did the, you do your first four like pretty much as the intro. And then I think I did one or two outside of that. But yeah, I am really excited. I got so many games to play today. Like, I want to jump on Fortnite, but then I'm like, no, I want to play Zelda. Oh, God, I got to play Fortnite. Or not Fortnite, but um, Fallout. Yeah, it's going to be going to be a busy day. That's why I'm glad I'm up somewhat early. But, well, I mean, I've been up, but I'm getting started early. But, yeah, it's, uh, man, it's just, it's awesome. I finished the intro, and once you finish the intro, you pretty much just, like, drop into, like, the next layer. You, like, hop off the... I don't know. You're like up in like the sky air or like sky island or whatever. I don't know even know what the hell you want to call it. But you're like up above shit. And then you jump down and it was probably like one of the coolest, I don't know, somewhat stressful parts of the game because you're falling like probably thousands of feet to be real realistic. And I'm just like, man, I hope that uh, I can fucking hit water or something on my way down. But yeah, we're gonna take a short break. When we get back from break, we got we still got stuff to talk about, man. I'm not I'm not running shy on content this week. So uh, yeah, I will be right back. All right, we are back. We are ready to wrap this episode up, and I've got a few pretty cool things to uh, wrap the episode up and talk about. Let me get this thing adjusted right here. All right, 
So first things first. You guys know we've been playing Pokemon over on the YouTube channel. We've been playing Heart Gold. So I wanted just to take a second to talk about God, probably the most stressful gym battle I have had in a Pokemon game, at least that game, um, in a while. So Whitney, we all know Generation Two Mill Tank rollout, uh, Milk Drink. Unfortunately, Stomp and something else because Stomp can cause paralysis. But yeah, I went into this battle thinking that I was, you know, going to be good. And I try to strategize every time I go into a gym or like a big battle. I'm like, okay, this is what I'll start out with. This is kind of, you know, where I want to be. This is how I want to approach it. Just because I haven't been doing a bunch of like insane over leveling um, or I haven't been picking up, in this case, a something that is good against normal, which is fighting type. So I just kind of went in and figured, you know, when... Uh, when Miltank comes out, I'll throw out my uh, Papa Puff, my good old Flaffy. I'll get a paralysis. I'll slow him down. He'll be paralyzed all game. Well, I did that. Paralyzed him. He had a Lumberry to cure his paralysis. And I was like, oh, well, fuck. Okay. So, you know, after that, it was an attract fucking mayhem. I was immobilized by love. Long story short, if you haven't watched any of the Pokemon thing, do me a favor, just go watch the gym battle from last week, and man, it was, I did not expect to win that. Somehow, at the end of the battle, um, never once did he use Milk Drink, and never once did he roll out, and which is a good thing, but I don't know how, like three hits in a row, I was able to hit, even after being hit with the track, so yeah, it was definitely... Definitely a, like a nail-biter, man. I was not expecting to come out on top of that. But uh, then then I got to thinking, because I know I talked about this either on a video or another podcast episode, and I wanted to actually like kind of bring it to light. So I had to do a little bit of digging. So it said, I found an article, which I'll post the article. It says, a look back at Mobile System GB, Pokemon Crystal's online service, which I had talked about um, global trading being a thing you know, in way back in the day with Pokemon Crystal. So for this, you needed to have a mobile adapter Game Boy, which would connect to your console to their cell phone, allowing their phone to act as a modem to connect their games. Yeah, to connect their games to Nintendo as far back as 2001. They People with a mobile adapter could battle, trade, and use a system much like GTS, while all tethered only to their cell phones. This functionality predated the Nintendo Wi-Fi connection, which launched in November 2005, and it wouldn't be another year until Diamond and Pearl released and once again enabled online functionality in the Pokemon games, this time in a global audience. So it was, it says, as the online functionality never made it outside of Japan and the service was discontinued a year after it launched, most players have never seen the mobile adapter with Pokemon Crystal. The online functionality has not been replaced in the virtual console editions of Pokemon Crystal either. But thanks to the skilled work of, you know, blah, blah. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, this was just talking about, like, whoever, you know, made this video and, like, got this shit for it to actually work. But, yeah, it shows, like, the adapter and <clears throat> a picture of a Game Boy Color. And, man... It is just wild to know that back then you could you had access to global trades, basically if you just hooked your phone up to it. Um, like I said, I knew we talked about this before, and I just thought it would be a cool thing to cover um, here and get you guys the actual link. But yeah, I thought it was thought it was pretty cool, man. Um, I couldn't imagine like imagine if you you had to you're playing on your Switch, but you had to 
you know, plug a cord into your phone so you could do whatever. It just seems kind of crazy to think about that now. But, uh, yeah, they were definitely ahead of their time on that, man. It's insane what, uh, what the gaming industry and the gaming world has turned into since, you know, the beginning years ago when it was all eight bit and before that, you know, you start out with Pong and Tetris and I mean, Jesus, now look, you got games for everything. Some of those games look astonishing and some of those unreal engines, if you haven't seen the Xbox showcase, I haven't really looked up, looked it up too much because right now I'm kind of angry with Xbox and Microsoft because I can't play Starfield on the PS5 and I think that's a load of horse shit, but whatever these, you know what? And honestly too, like I get that, you know, we've been at a game developers and the industry has been at each other's throat to compete to make the best. Why don't you just fucking collaborate, dude? collaborate cut the shit and make a fucking ultimate console or ultimate gaming thing instead of battling on who's better pc or who's better playstation or xbox why don't you just get together make fucking something all together and then nobody ever has to worry about that shit again then there's no exclusives for this i mean i get that it's more money but man it just it just sucks when games are like well we're gonna be only microsoft now fucking Bethesda but it's not their fault I mean they did get bought out but it just it's just irritating you know you, you see Starfield coming out there's supposed to be thousands of planets for you to be able to explore and you know what sucks I'll probably end up having to buy an Xbox now you know sorry sorry honey um, if if you're listening to this I'm, I'm not going to buy like an Xbox right now just uh, maybe like in September or something I don't know you know maybe by then we'll, all the games we've started now will hopefully be over by then and we can start something new <laughs> but yeah um, outside of that here's another thing that is crazy to me Nintendo is sitting on a literal gold mine okay if you think back to I mean we're talking about classic games right what is the easiest way to what was the easiest way to play these retro Pokemon games? Oh man, what was that you said? The 3DS? Oh yeah, they they had the virtual console editions. Yeah, and now they don't because the marketplace is shut down for the 3DS. And it just honestly it sucks because truly the only way you can play it now is if you have it on your 3DS, like if you bought it before the marketplace was shut down, you know, maybe you didn't know that that was even an option. Um, I don't, that could be it potentially. Or you are playing it on like an original Game Boy Color or Game Boy Advance and you're playing it on a cart, whether it's a reproduction cart or whatever, which, you know, Nintendo and the Pokemon company frown upon that, just like they frown upon emulators, which I understand because, you know, basically you know, these people are playing, which I mean, I can't say much, but. There, I mean, I at least own the game, so outside of that, but, um, you know, they, they want to get all upset about this shit. Well, how about you make it available to play? You literally have the Game Boy Advance emulator on the Switch, along with the Game Boy um, Color emulator on there. Why can't you just throw Pokemon on there? For the love of Christ, please. I know it's I know it's an option. I know it's probably already done. It can't be that hard to, you know what I mean, take an old game, smash it into the coding of a switch. I mean, I say that like I know, but I mean, I'm just assuming that it's not I mean, you got to think the these old Pokémon games, their memory and the space and what they took up was not a whole lot. So it's not like you're dealing with 60 gigs or 100 gigs like some of these modern games. I mean, you're talking fractions um fractions of memory the amount of memory like that. <clears throat> But yeah, I'm just hoping that sometime this year we can get 
these games from the past up onto the Switch. You know how awesome it'd be to power the Switch on and be able to like just fucking hop into Pokemon Crystal or Yellow or any of those things. I mean, man, it was the the 3DS version of Crystal was awesome. So I can only imagine, you know, it just you just really want to see those games come to light on the modern day consoles because I think one it would you know, give a chance for maybe oh man, excuse me, sorry. Maybe give the younger audience a chance to play some of the, like the older games, you know, like imagine somebody has kids and they grew up playing like the original Pokemon games and their kid gets into Pokemon and then they're like, ah, you know, you don't have a way to show them like these retro games. It would be super easy just to throw it on the switch, man. But yeah, and I actually have the expansion pass for the Nintendo switch online because I couldn't bear the fact of not having it in preparation for when they do drop it. I would imagine it's going to be, um, somewhere along the line of like Scarlet and Violet DLC drops at the end of this year, maybe like holiday, you know, they'll be dropping that stuff, but watch being our luck. Nintendo be like, you know, you had the expansion pass, but now you must get the Pokemon pass pay five ninety nine a month to enjoy all the retro Pokemon games. Like I could see some dumbass shit like that, but not really because Nintendo's pretty decent about things like that. You know, now if it was EA, they'd be like, Oh, you have to pay to, you know, watch the screen that you're playing on. <laughs> but yeah, the uh I am just anxious to see what all comes of that and what other emulators we can see coming to the Switch. I know that Nintendo has really there was like what that Dolphin emulator which was for the GameCube and Nintendo was throwing a huge fit about that. So I don't <clears throat> I don't know what's going to come of that, but I could I could definitely see a GameCube um, emulator coming to the switch as well. I mean, they have the, yeah, what else? They have the NES, the Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance, the 64. The 64 one's pretty cool. I played a little bit of Ocarina of Time one night. It was, uh, definitely different because I played the remastered version on the 3DS and it was a lot different than, no, not a lot. I mean, just control wise, it just seemed like, you know how it is going back and playing a game from, you know, 20, 30 years ago. I don't even know when Ocarina of Time came out. We're going to look it up. It came out 1998. So, yeah, 20 years ago or so. <clears throat> well, 23. Yeah, it's yeah, it's been a while. Um, Man, if that doesn't make you feel old, I don't know what does. But, yeah, I didn't play the Ocarina of Time on the N64 but, I mean, I have the option now. I did play it on 3DS, and Ocarina of Time is probably... It's still one of my favorite Zelda games, even with Breath of the Wild. And, you know, Tears of the Kingdom is slowly climbing right now. It's been one hell of a journey. Well, that's all I got this week, folks. It has been Rockhound Radio, and I appreciate you guys showing up and listening and just hanging out, man. It's been awesome. Head on over to the YouTube channel. You guys can see all this gameplay we're talking about from Pokemon, Fortnite, Fallout fucking Zelda, all that junk. I've been trying to just upload stuff as I play instead of doing, like, I think the only weekly stuff we'll do is, like, Pokemon, just because I don't want to, like, overload myself. I feel like if I just stick to a couple games where I know I only have to do a week of, rather than, like, Fortnite, I just kind of play in my free time, or Zelda, I'm just kind of uploading it as I'm playing it. 
But yeah, so just be on the lookout for new videos coming. Hopefully, I wouldn't say daily, but almost daily. So we got Fortnite dubs up there. Go check that out. And yeah, just tell all your friends about Rockhound Radio, the podcast, the YouTube channel, all that stuff, man. Because you guys are awesome. And I will say, I just, I feel like we're only up and up. I've still get, you know, the, the podcast, not really, it's leveled out. But, you know, we, we still get a few listeners here and there. But what's really been coming up lately is the YouTube channel, man. I did get a little achievement. I'll actually pull up my screen right now. Maybe I can see it. Um, let's see here. Analytics. So my channel's gotten 538 views in the last 28 days. All right, sorry, I had to pause that real quick. The one I wanted to talk about was the new achievement on my dashboard for the channel. 1,000 views. More of your videos are being looked at more often. So some of my, I would say the 1,000 views is like channel views or whatever because I don't have 1,000 plays on my video. But I got a couple hundred on like the Fortnite stuff, and it's just a, it's just a good feeling, man. Yeah, it's exciting. I had some people comment on the videos, and I was just like, you know what, dude? This is pretty fucking cool, man. So I'm excited that we're expanding our little uh, Rockhound Radio community, man. So it's going to be awesome. Thank you guys for listening so much. And check out Friday's episode, which there'll be an episode this Friday. I promise. I'm sorry. I've been... There's just no excuse. I'm just sorry. But yeah, look out for Friday's episode and keep an eye out on the YouTube channel because we're going to be having videos all over the place. All right, I will see you guys next week. Don't forget to follow Rockhound Radio anywhere you follow podcasts and the YouTube channel and all those places. I will see you guys next time.